We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for the nicest day of the year, June 9, 2022. I'm Josh Nelson. Ray came through Bridgeport in the afternoon to cool temperatures to the low 60s for Game 2 between the White Sox and the Dodgers. Summer days will eventually arrive to guarantee rate field, but the weather made it felt like a late fall contest. Johnny Cueto made the start for the Chicago White Sox his fifth on the season. After posting back-to-back six scoreless innings to start his time with the White Sox, Cueto had allowed eight earned runs in his last 12 and two-thirds innings. Facing a Dodgers lineup hungry for offense after getting shut out by White Sox pitchers the previous night, Cueto had his work cut out for him. The first inning looked promising for Cueto after Mookie Betts fouled out and Cueto struck out Freddie Freeman but a bloop single from Trey Turner kept the inning alive for Will Smith, who cranked out his seventh home run of the season to give the Dodgers a 2-0 lead. The next inning, Cody Bellinger smacked his seventh home run of the season, and suddenly Cueto and the White Sox are down 3-0 quickly. But Cueto calmed down and found a rhythm keeping the Dodgers off the bases. However, he had his life flash before his eyes in the fifth inning. When Gavin Lux hit a line drive back at Cueto, Luckily, Cueto was able to put up his glove in time to protect himself, but wasn't able to throw out Lux, who reached on an infield single. Cueto recovered nicely, getting Betts to fly out and Freeman to ground out. And after five innings on 77 pitches, Cueto allowed just three runs against the Los Angeles Dodgers. For a number five starter, you have to take that type of pitching performance. Sure, it's not sexy like what Michael Kopech did, but Cueto does not have Kopech's arsenal. He finished going six innings again, allowed four hits, three earned runs, one walk, five strikeouts. Two of those four hits were home runs. Cueto has completed at least six innings in each start this season. Those pesky home runs put him in a hole, but again, as a number five starter, Cueto is doing a good job. White Sox offense, again, had difficulties with the Dodgers' right-handed starter. This time, it was Tony Gonsolin, who is having an outstanding season. Through the first four innings, only Jake Berger picked up a hit, which was a single. Luis Robert got himself to third base when he was hit by a pitch and then picked up his eighth stolen base of the season, swiping second base. 
He would reach third base on Jose Abreu's flyout, but was ended up stranded there. Berger's second plate appearance versus Gonsolin got the White Sox on the board. He demolished a fastball, hitting a laser line drive that traveled 398 feet to left field at 113.7 miles per hour. It's Berger's sixth home run of the season, and suddenly, Berger is tied for second on the team in homers as he has four home runs in his last 12 games. The rally continued as Gavin Sheets split left center gap for his fifth double of the season, and the White Sox were in business. A.J. Pollock was up 3-0 in his count, then back-to-back terrible strike calls. I mean, just terrible strike calls that were not close to the strike zone. Textbook examples of why Major League Baseball could be moving to an automated strike call system. Bad strike calls. Nobody out. Runners on first and second because Pollock eventually did draw a walk. It was Danny Mendick's turn. One idea during this at bat, and we all kind of hate it, is having Mendick lay down a bunt to move the runners up to second and third with one out. However, Lurie Garcia was on deck, and we all know he hasn't been swinging the bat well. So Larusa opted not for the bunt, and Mendick hit a high chopper towards Trey Turner at shortstop. Turner didn't have the best footwork, and thanks to good hustle by Pollock and Mendick, the Dodgers couldn't turn a double play. So you got runners on the corners, the double play still in play with one out, Garcia batting, Sheets is at third base running. Now, if Garcia could put the ball in play, the White Sox maybe could pick up another run if Garcia would be able to beat out an infield chopper, for example. However, Gonsolin threw two pitches that hung up in the strike zone, and Garcia missed on both, and he ended up striking out. And Garcia, for the night, who batted leadoff because, again, Tony La Russa believes that Garcia's really close to snapping out of this funk that he's been in. And Garcia went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. And you could hear during the TV broadcast that the home crowd is now booing Garcia every time he strikes out. You got a you got bad mojo going on here as White Sox fans have just lost all patience with Lurie Garcia. Really, really, really brings into question this three-year contract that the Chicago White Sox signed Garcia for. Luis Robert, who refuses to be patient, popped out on a 1-0 slider that was off the plate because, again, he's pressing to make things happen. So the White Sox have this rally, a home run to lead off the inning, runners on first and second, nobody out, they're down by two, and they can't score another run. They can't manufacture another run because this is what the White Sox offense is. Then Gavin Sheets would collide with Luis Robert in the outfield on a fly ball. And I had to take a moment away from the game to distress as things that we have been harping on. Lack of discipline at the plate. Lack of communication on the field. These things keep showing up. Tuesday night, great night. White Sox win 4 to nothing, And they play a pretty clean game. Wednesday night, those same mistakes keep coming back. It's just... That's the consistent part of the Chicago White Sox. I can count on them to stop, to not be disciplined at the plate and continue to run into each other, making plays in the field. Tuesday nights are the surprises, and I don't want them to be surprises anymore. 
Trey Turner hit a homer of Jose Ruiz in the ninth inning as the Dodgers had three home runs that scored all of their runs for the night. The White Sox lost 4-1, and they are currently 26-28 and on the season. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's getaway day for the Dodgers, so that means the first pitch will be this afternoon at 1.10 p.m. Central Time or 11.10 a.m. Pacific Time for our West Coast friends. On the mound for the White Sox will be Dylan Cease, who is hoping to go deeper into this game than his last outing. Cease only allowed one hit, two runs, none earned, but he walked seven Tampa Bay Rays hitters with only five strikeouts. Speaking of strikeouts... Cease has cooled off in that category as he hasn't struck out more than five batters in his last three starts. As a matter of fact, Cease has 14 strikeouts to 13 walks in his last three starts that covers 14 and two-thirds innings. Opposing Cease will be left-handed starter Tyler Anderson. While he is a left-handed pitcher and that usually makes White Sox fans happy to hear that, Anderson has been off to a great start in 2022. In his last seven starts, Anderson has 41 strikeouts to just three walks allowed and 39 hits allowed. So yeah, he almost has as many strikeouts as walks and hits allowed. White Sox hitters will have their work cut out for them as only Yasmani Grandal, Josh Harrison, and AJ Pollock have substantial experience against Anderson. Out of those three, only Grandal has a home run off Anderson. You can watch the game on NBC Sports Chicago or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000 AM. Down on the farm in Louisville, Lance Lynn made another rehab start, and it didn't go well. Prior to the White Sox game, manager Tony Russa hinted at the possibility of Lynn rejoining the team later this weekend if his rehab start went well. Depends on how you define well. If a good enough rehab start was Lynn throwing 75 plus pitches without his knee hurting, well, it was a good start for Lance Lynn. If a good enough rehab start is about the results, well, Lynn only lasted three innings, giving up eight hits, seven earned runs. He walked one and struck out three. The Louisville bats scored 10 runs in the fourth inning, Aloy Jimenez did not play in the game. The Birmingham Barons game was rained out, so we go down to Winston-Salem. The Dash were down 3-0, entering the bottom of the eighth inning. 
but Brian Ramos drove in two runs with a single to cut the deficit down to one run, and in the bottom of the ninth inning with the bases loaded and one out, Oscar Colas hit the walk-off two-run single, helping the Dash steal a win. Colas went 3-for-5 at the plate with two RBIs. Ramos was 2-for-4 with his two RBIs. By the way, starting pitcher Matthew Thompson is starting to figure it out. He pitched six scoreless innings, only allowed two hits, with eight strikeouts to one walk. That's back-to-back scoreless outings for Thompson, who has only allowed three hits in his last two starts. Let's keep an eye on this pitching development. Kanapolis struggled at the plate, but did enough to keep the game scoreless as it went into extra innings against Down East. But the Cannonballers fell 2-1 in 10 innings as they only had two base hits for the game. Colson Montgomery had one of those hits as he went 1-3 for three with the walk. Montgomery has a season 881 OPS in A-ball. The Cannonballers pitching staff combined to strike out 16 with no walks. Christian Menea had 8 of those strikeouts as the Cannonballer starter. Around Major League Baseball, All-Star voting has begun, and if you would like to start stuffing the ballot for White Sox players, you could vote at MLB.com slash All-Star slash ballot. Scores around the league, the New York Yankees are visiting the Minnesota Twins, and with Nestor Cortez making the start, it felt like another Yankees win was coming against the Twins. Game was scoreless through three innings, and then the Twins' offense scored two runs in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh innings to shock Cortez and the Yankees. Minnesota won big, 8-1, to one, and they pushed their lead over the White Sox to five games again in the American League Central. Do you have Alex Fado on your fantasy baseball team? You might want to do so as he extends his streak of allowing two runs or fewer to seven straight starts as he only allowed one run helping the Detroit Tigers beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-1. Houston Astros were up 3-1 after the third inning, but the Seattle Mariners bounced back nicely to score three runs in the fourth, and they held on for a 6-3 victory over the Astros. The Kansas City Royals bounced back and demolished the Toronto Blue Jays 8-4. And don't look now, but the world champion Atlanta Braves are stacking wins as they blow out Oakland last night. The Braves are now 30-27 and for the season and extend their winning streak to seven games. That will do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. Later tonight, we'll be streaming Sox Machine live on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Machine. If you just discovered Sox Machine or have been a longtime lurker, help support us on patreon.com slash Machine. Our Patreon supporters receive exclusive content, ad-free versions of the podcast and website, and the first opportunity to receive our Sox Machine swag. Monthly plans start at just $2, and you can save with an annual subscription. Again, the website is patreon.com slash Machine. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine. You can follow me on Twitter at Sox Machine underscore Josh. Thanks for listening to this White Sox wake-up call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Nelson.